2: And here we go! It's time for a Thursday edition of Mix Shots. Yeah, with football players on a football field and <laughs> football, music football in the football air. Mu-
3: it ain't football music; it's just music. Just and, music. Foot- outside.
2: You yeah, heard the music?
0: Yeah, they're blaring it. They're blaring it because <laughs> they're
2: going on the road. They're playing at Buffalo. And do y'all understand just? How epic this game is going to be on Sunday? Because? Hmm. Tell us. It's going to be, it's going to go right down to the wire. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot riding on this game. We need to understand that as we kick off this show. For both both teams. teams, Mm -hmm. That's right. There's a whole heck of a lot riding on this. This Mm -hmm. is playoff football in December. And that happens, you know, we call the playoffs the playoffs. But the playoffs always start. Mm -hmm.
3: We talked about this after Thanksgiving. That's when the playoffs really start. So.
4: December.
2: And especially as jumbled up as things are, depending on what your goals are, and this mm. Buffalo team, there was a pick of some, including me, to go to the Super Bowl this year, and they still have that on their agenda. But mm. they got work to do before that, even at seven and six on the season. Are they on the outside of the wild card looking? I haven't looked at that, but what they're looking at is a Miami Dolphins team that's ahead of them in the division right now that just lost to the Tennessee Titans on Monday. So and they're and really they take only taking care of business. And they, their last game win. of the season is against Miami, and they want to be in a position where they're playing Miami the last game of the season for a division title. Are they just one game behind? Two back. Two back? Hmm. Two Two back. I think I mean make sure on that two uh, back
3: as far as getting in the in, in the playoff uh, two well, behind uh, them, uh, but behind if they wind Miami. up oh behind Miami, okay, yeah.
2: And uh, just checking here, who's got my, who's Miami got this week? Uh, they're uh, I got the schedule eight. right. Here. Yep, I'm
4: Miami missing. moved down to number two. Baltimore's number one.
2: Thank God. What's the yeah. so Bills' What's lost? Miami's? Miami's
4: yeah. record is nine and four.
2: Nine and four. Right. Okay. So they are two games back. I was thinking eight and four. That's right. The Jets. The
4: Jets this week.
2: The, uh, the Jets at home. The Jets with a quarterback who is named <laughs> AFC Offensive Player of the Week, in Zach the, Wilson. What is going on? <laughs> how about how about at the beginning of the season? If let's let's go back to August first and say, okay, the players of the week in de- mid December, you're going to have a guy named. Zach Wilson and a guy who was not at that time projected to be the starting quarterback for the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. A guy named Tommy DeVito. Let's not
1: make fun of Tommy DeVito.
2: And a guy Tommy. named Brandon Aubrey for that matter. Tommy Booty DeVito is three and one? I think so. That's crazy. Lost here, and then he's and then he's got won three. Match. <laughs> That's, That's
4: good for him. We got him, we him just. Caught him. Role, we right? caught him at just the just right time. time, they before, got
2: him. before he became Brock Purdy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did I mention Brock Purdy that way? <laughs> right? I looked at him. Thought, you know what? He kind of reminds me of Brock Purdy <laughs> a
1: little and bit. You, and you didn't mention that if the Cowboys win, they're in the playoffs.
2: That's exactly right. Wow. And I if they care. lose, they can also get into the playoffs. With about 13 different scenarios. And then some of those scenarios are pretty likely scenarios, too. About teams
1: losing. How do you
3: think mm-hmm. this team would, you know, respond to that? With the youth that we have out there, some veterans – Oh, you know, but it's what, not I like mean, the pressure respond, is on.
2: I hope they respond that it's a given they're going to the playoffs. They got yeah, but, but fish to fry.
3: My point is, okay, we're in the playoffs. Let's chill. No, or, no, no, we're in no, the playoffs, no, because, no, but the, we want to go. The goal, we still want the division, right?
5: What the
4: should their mentality is be? The
3: division. That's my point. What should their mentality? I mean, you know.
1: Which is the same they, goal they have the Bills to know.
3: Had. They have to know. Okay, well, guys, we can win and be in, or even not win and be in. You know, how are they now, going to react? McCarthy
1: basically put that to rest there when we want to win the division. Mm-hmm. After he threw away the other stuff about, oh, if you win, you're in. How do you do with this stuff? And it's like we got to look at what's in front of us.
3: I, I, I was hoping, and I hope that this team is is doesn't need a Jimmy Johnson. You know, they don't have to have a Jimmy Johnson too. Well, they might have one. Well, well yeah, but might he, be he's Dan a different, Quinn. He's a different. Might be Mike Jimmy Johnson. You know, McCarty. instead of yelling at him, you know, can his, you know, just blunt statements be taken seriously by his team? That's well, my point. Do they have to be uh, frightened? Can players to play well? Can you That's frighten my point.
1: players this age? And, and should you have to is my point. No, should you have to? No, not at all. There you go. Uh, but yeah, you got to coach guys, thirty years later, a little different than yes, you did back that's then. My point. Right. There you go. And uh, they might get offended if you yell at them. <laughs> <laughs> so, where's, where's Mike Love and him when
3: you need them? Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> Players didn't get offended in 1989 when Please. coaches yelled at him, did they?
3: <laughs> listen to him. No!
2: <laughs> listen to him. They
3: did. <laughs> All right, guys, I gotta go.
2: <laughs> Everson was just ahead of his time. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Ever seen, you would fit in perfectly with today's, I play, sure right? would, wouldn't uh-huh. I? Well,
3: this is what I wanted for them, as I was bitching I all tried. the time back then. <laughs> That's <laughs>
2: That's right. This
3: is the environment,
2: uh-huh. but you, right. have,
3: you have to respond.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> but okay, back on the Buffalo perspective, coming into this game, just look at what they've done here. They beat Kansas City this week in the Kadarius Can- Can- Tony game, and <laughs> they they, blame they got Dallas you. this week. Okay. <laughs> Then they play at the Chargers. <laughs> keep
3: you know, you talking that. About <laughs> at, at the Chargers. Okay.
2: Okay, that is a very, very – That's a tough very, one. No, it's a very, very winnable game. The Chargers? Yes, Without, they don't the have Herbert's a quarterback. Out. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, okay, that's point. right. Easton so Stick true. is starting so at quarterback. Mm. But, but then again, that's the way right, that
1: might be the solution.
2: <laughs> a browning comes up. Uh, <laughs> and uh, That that coach is about to get – he's going to be one of the first. He's done. He's done. And then, speaking of a coach who may be among the first who may already be fired, they got New England next. (laughs) Yeah, already fired. He's already right. So this week. So, (laughs) so look at the Buffalo players. They're looking at their schedule. Okay, and Uh they're looking. Okay, we got Dallas, Mm -hmm. and then Chargers and the Patriots. We've already got both of those coaches fired, and then we close with Miami. So that puts that much more importance on. If we can just beat Dallas, we're going to be probably playing for a division. In the so last we, week you, you think Miami.
3: we you think we were the reason that two coaches are fired this year? No,
2: no. I'm saying that the Buffalo players are. They're, oh, I, they're saying, the okay, we, we're playing two teams that mm-hmm. the coaches are already basically fired at after well, this they've game. They've beaten those. Then I was going to say we
3: may, cause, we may have right? helped them get fired. That's true.
2: That's true. <laughs> yep. Didn't help their
1: cause. Mm-hmm. I think. The so when we talked about uh, checking on the elements, the weather, and McCarthy pointed out that his two biggest concerns when it comes to weather is wind and rain, which I think makes sense. Yeah, of course. Did you ever have to play in the snow? Yeah, I did. It doesn't change too much to, if it's not like a blizzard or anything. I think if, yeah, well, I, I was in a blizzard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was
3: pretty bad. But now we, we mostly had to deal with uh, the rain. Yeah, especially it, in Jersey. Right. Uh, when I was with the Giants, uh, we played against Buffalo. Yeah, it was the only we were the only team to hold them under twenty points twice that year. But at the same time, we only beat them once, and that was wasn't a bowl. But as we played in Jersey, it constantly rained, and it was below freezing. That to me, that's so cold rain uh, and wind. Uh, right. You couldn't. I mean, if you fall on and if you fall. You're going to be in a puddle. And,
4: <laughs> and it's cold. And
3: it's cold. And it's still raining. And the wind is blowing. And it's still below freezing. And you don't get to change clothes. No, you can't change clothes. And I remember my uh, Myron Guyton. I remember he, he was talking to me and his bottom lip was quivering. I <laughs> he was talking. I'm like, whoa, dude, we got to you know, do something.
4: Well, now they have all the, the heated benches and, and the little things. <laughs> yeah, I bet ever since well, they, they, they was had they, No,
3: they had that then. But once again, You're wet. And, and freezing. It's still wet. You, you still can sit go on the bench all, the field. all you want. But it's raining on the sidelines as well. So, no, those are the more miserable ones because your your hands never dry. Everything You, you, you never dry out, you know, even at halftime. You, you, so I you looked don't have that another at uniform. That
2: game, by the way, a 17-13 yeah. Buffalo Bills win at the New York football. Giants was played in 37-degree weather. With a wind chill of 30 and... There you go.
3: <laughs> that wind chill. Uh, <laughs> That's it. The wind chill. Doesn't say anything
2: about precipitation.
3: Oh, it was oh, raining the entire okay. time. All right. All right. I'm, I'm going to add rain. that to the... Yeah,
1: please. Trust me. <laughs> it was
3: It was puddles on the field. So
1: speaking of precipitation... The outlook for Sunday is a high of 48, a low of 42. Okay. So that will be closer to 42 probably when they start the game. Not a lot of wind, though, right? It didn't say anything about wind, but it did say 59% precipitation. Oh, okay. But the next day, I looked it up, the high of 42 and the low of 26, 91%. Chance of precipitation. Mm-hmm. That means snow. Yeah. So if things move up, right, and you get to Monday on Sunday, it could be pretty, like you say, leg effect, miserable leg effect.
3: Yeah. That's, We're
4: on weather air. watch. That's Erie, right? Yes. right? it's
1: Erie. Lake Erie. Erie, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my home. So for a while, Lake Erie. Yeah. What do you mean, Cleveland? Oh, Cleveland. I <laughs> forgot. <laughs> right. He forgot it, too. Probably. No, I didn't.
3: <laughs> oh, yes.
5: <laughs> hell no.
3: I, I remember. My first game in Cleveland. Speaking of Belichick. My first game in Cleveland, uh, I had just gotten there, and the, the, half the season was over. I was late for the game because of Lake Effect snow, and I had never heard what the hell Lake – I never knew what Lake Effect snow like was. Like it just happens. It, it just happens. It came out of nowhere. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I'm stuck in traffic. I mean, it was like three hours before the game. No one's moving because lake effect snow, what the hell is that? I had no idea what that was. I'm from Dallas, man. I don't know about lake effect snow. Mm -hmm. So That's my excuse to Belichick. He's like, hey, man, you didn't make it. You get fined. So me and Nick Saban were late
1: for my first game. (laughs) Nick Saban (laughs) was putting on
3: his socks (laughs) trying to get out on the field. We had both missed warm-ups.
1: Uh-huh. And that was H- it. He, he came by and gave you the
3: good he, news. No, he came by trying to put his socks on. No, I bet about <laughs> to <the> find. <laughs> no, no, brother. He got fined as well. Well, I don't know if he got fined, but both of us were late.
1: So here's how here's how miserable it could be at that old stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, I covered a playoff game there in January. Fortunately, I was staying downtown because the snow that morning just – it was almost a blizzard, mm-hmm. right? It was lake effect. And so I, I drive – I was able to drive there <laughs> with my rental fact? car. And uh, as <laughs> uh, other fans were getting into the parking lot, the people that were already there were giving them standing ovations that they made it to the <laughs> right, game. Right. Right. So right. then I walk into the stadium. Lake Erie. And I see uh, where they're – they're selling beer, right? And they got it all stacked up. It ain't on ice. It's so cold. All you had to do yeah. is have it outside because it's. T- Twenty degrees, right? Yeah. So they didn't even use ice to uh, I, uh, cool down the beer. hmm I've been there. For that real. was a, yeah, that was a pretty no, miserable real. day. Yeah. And
3: I'm not a Cleveland guy. I'm a Dallas guy. And Dallas Clearly. and Cleveland are so different. So different. <laughs> <So laughs> it was. This is all new territory for me. Thank God I knew Belichick. That was about the only guy I had out there.
2: Well, they can't simulate. Was that ninety? Three, 90 93? Ninety-three. Ninety-three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead, Mickey. No,
1: I was going to say, they can't simulate snow in practice, Mm -hmm. but they do get wind in that little three-prong tunnel they have outside, Mm -hmm. Uh, and so Brandon Aubrey can practice, uh, and he does kick into that wind quite a bit in practice, and they can, I guess, throw the... Uh, footballs into a bucket of water. Get used to throwing a wet ball. <laughs> they don't have like a yeah. Uh, Can't a simulate they rain. A, they don't have a studio. Or just turn on a
3: studio fan. Turn know. on <laughs> the sprinklers.
1: <laughs> Practicing with the sprinklers going right. right? Mm. So anyway, uh, but that was one of the discussions in the in the press conference mm-hmm. uh, today. I think the other thing that we can get to in the next segment is the fact that. Mozzie Smith's going to have to take on a bigger role mm, on Sunday mm, mm, against mm. the team that probably, depending on the weather, wants to run the football uh, against this Cowboy defense. Got that would be the way I would run go. the football, too. Uh,
3: that's, that's just what I would do. Mm-hmm. I would just make sure we have a heavy dosage of Josh Allen. All right, we
2: continue with more mix shots in just a moment.
0: Did you know that responding to one spam call can lead to more? Or that the IRS would never ask for your social security number on the phone? Beat scammers at their own game by subscribing to AARP Fraud Watch Network alerts and texts. At AARP.org beatscammerstx Beat you can sign up to receive information that helps you recognize and avoid the latest scams. That's AARP.org beatscammerstx Beat To mick shots.
4: K Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys.
3: Were you laughing about something? No. Well,
4: that was Mickey. Oh, what you
1: giggling
2: about, Mickey? I, I Mickey. I was laughing. Your microphone's over here, Mickey. Right.
1: I was laughing because I was trying to sign on to the to the computer, and I was thinking of. Of have ever said, say that. i got to do it twice or yeah, three the time. times. I did it I today. I was on my We're third twice. time now.
2: <laughs> Before you can get logged in.
4: This is why I show up early. Thank you. I get, we need I you. get all logged in. We
2: need you. So does it take you two or three times? Well, no. that was No, a good... no of course no, not. Of course <laughs> not. <laughs> You're smart. No. That, that
3: was <laughs> three Usually and this I'm on my old time. People. This
1: is
2: for old These old people problems. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't even open mine. I just <laughs> use my iPad. Jeez. All right. All um, right. Mazi, Mazi, you want to get into Mazi? Well, okay. and it you looks to pretty. Do, s- it sounded like from the three thirty press conference yesterday uh, that the Jonathan Hinkins playing this week did not look exactly good. Exactly what and I was going to say. Updated mm-hmm. today,
1: uh, I think he's out. Yeah, I think what it McCarthy put it, he'd be hard pressed to yeah. get there by Sunday, mm-hmm. as we were talking about yesterday. Three hundred twenty-five pounds on a high ankle sprain, probably not doing real well so uh, you know they can also use Neville Gallimore there I would imagine uh, and they're going to have to have a rotation and I we talked about calling up Carl Davis 9 year veteran uh, 335 335 pounds by the way mm-hmm. uh, but I think Mozzie probably get the most snaps he's had uh, so far this year he's averaging like 16 a game uh, a high of twenty, uh, something, like twenty-five, maybe something like that. But it was in the the mop-up duty against the Giants the second time around. Uh, what, so, what's going on with with uh, Gallimore? That's, Does he play much? Um, yeah, he's in the rotation, okay. and he he can play either one. Oh. Okay. So, so that would be a change. But for him. but the, yeah, but I could see him going in there and, and playing more mm-hmm. at the at the one technique.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, to bring you up to speed on Neville Gallimore, um, last game against Philadelphia had twelve snaps. He had eleven snaps against Seattle, seventeen against Washington. That's mm-hmm. been roughly where and it's about the same as what Mozzie. Mozzie had thirteen snaps against Philly, eleven against Seattle, twenty against Washington. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that rotation, you know. So And that's one of the things that McCarthy talked about today with Mozzie. Uh, you know, you got these expectations in first-round draft pick. Well, that's mm-hmm. a position that doesn't rack up stats, number one. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he's walking into a, a veteran-filled room. Yeah. And keep that all in perspective mm-hmm. as we try to decide, you know, Thirteen games into his career, that oh, he's a, first, <laughs> he's a bum. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. a bum. And,
5: and I, I
1: think people need to have some experience at looking at that because I think we talked about it just recently. My first impression of Ken Norton was, oh, well, he can't play. Right. Leslie, right? You know, and it took him about three years before he became Ken Norton Jr. So when they what three? Three Super Bowls and then, later? And is it three, three or four? Well, two with the Cowboys and, and with one with San Francisco, oh, One with right? San Francisco, okay. Right? Or oh, did yeah. he get th- – no, he – 92, 93, and then he became a free agent and went to San Francisco in 94. Uh, so, you know, when Mike was asked about Mozzie, he said, I think Mozzie's doing a hell of a job. He said his job is dirty. It's fill, filling a role that is not going to get bring you any notoriety Mm -hmm. so his job is not sacks it's basically
2: getting in there and mucking up the runs and you may not get a lot of
1: tackles either
2: for for perspective jonathan hankins who is a second round draft pick of the giants 10 years ago he's a rookie going into the giants at 21 years old like mozzie he played 11 games that year he had 16 tackles two tackles for loss and didn't start a game. Mm So. It, t- it takes a while.
1: And, and and you know He always knew how to get tackles for losses, huh? That was something he could <laughs> two, always two yeah. get. He Just also he also brought up um when he was at Green Bay, I forgot his first name, Raji, the big n- dump truck of a nose tackle is a dj or rj Sorry. uh bj bj Rosie? yeah yeah and he brought him Got up on Boston how College, he had to you know explain to him that you're there to facilitate other people mm-hmm. you know don't let everybody say well you're this draft choice and you're mm-hmm. not doing this so uh he feels like you know from a from a Misey smith standpoint that The jump that he can make from this year to next year could be very huge Mm because he still has the talent. Um, So, anyway, we'll we'll get a chance. We'll get a chance to see him
2: uh, a lot more. B.J. Raji, 2009. B.J.? Uh, B.J. Raji out of Boston College. He was a first-round draft pick, and he was the ninth overall pick in the draft. Mm. Okay, so a top-ten pick, his first year at Green Bay, 14 games, one start, 25 tackles. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, uh, I think everybody.
1: In his second I, year, he became a starter. I think everybody has this perception that he's slow off the ball, and it's like, well, is he? Mm-hmm. You know, where's he going? Right. So.
2: And BJ Raji's third year, he was a Pro Bowler. Right. So.
4: And they'll have the rotation still. Yeah. So you have Neville Gallimore, and you have if they elevate Carl Davis Jr. to the press. The, the, the key the thing walk. for him
1: so. is not to get turned. To stake square to the line of scrimmage. Right. And when Mike was talking, or no, when Dan Quinn was talking about Hankins, uh, he basically said he's square, he's strong, and he has experience. And that was his attributes, and meaning square to the line of scrimmage. Don't Sponge get turned. Bob square pants, right? Because <laughs> once you Hold get the line, once you get turned, about. that's it. You're done, right? In no the no connection. Sometimes at you have all. to be
3: visual. Yeah, yeah it, but that's though. not a visual square. connection at all. It is not.
0: <laughs> uh,
4: Coach McCarthy did say in the press conference. Thank you, Savannah. That Savannah. You're welcome. <laughs> I'll bring us back as we
0: get back we'll to get football. Back.
4: <laughs> come on, come on back. Uh, (laughs) malik hooker did not participate in their practice yesterday but he should be limited today and then brian anger is back he was on a personal
1: oh okay out yesterday so he is
4: back today in participation
1: very good Mm -hmm. and that's really all because most of the injury report was just
4: mostly rest
1: guys that were resting or at at you know at the most limited Mm -hmm. so it's a pretty good uh, outlook.
4: But the Bills, I was curious about. So, I know Micah Hyde, he did not participate in their Wednesday. He, has he been out for no, quite played,
2: a while? Uh, no, he played uh, 66 snaps uh, against, well, yeah, he against Philadelphia. It was his last time to, if I got this right, hmm. I may not have it updated here and here. So, yeah. Off to check on him.
4: Let's see, because I know he was he was
2: he played last week. I looked at big the film
4: in that. twenty three. I,
2: I looked at the Kansas City game, and uh, he started against Kansas City.
4: So yes, he did not participate. Let's they see. had twenty
2: three and twenty one. Jordan Poyer playing safety. What I was looking at on film.
4: Okay. Josh Allen. He was full in their practice. He did have. A, right shoulder that they were looking at recently
2: by the way uh josh allen um mccarthy was asked about him yesterday's press conference and he uh compared him with brett Favre, which was interesting um i could see that <laughs> and you know um josh allen will be making his 90th start in this game he is 59 and 30 in his career okay Guess what? Uh, Brett Favre's record was through eighty-nine starts in his yeah. career, fifty-nine and thirty. <laughs> exact same record. I uh, Thought it was wow. interesting. So yeah. That say, is crazy. Did you say what Hyde's snap count was? was I did like not know it. No, thirty-four. Not, so he did get thirty-four. Get, okay. Got hurt. All right. So he did was, start last week. So he
1: came out then. There was sixty-six. I think was uh, the total, close to a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, but you know, Josh Allen is prototype what you would be looking for in a quarterback as far as his size goes, mm-hmm. arm strength, and everything. And That's and why everybody loves him so much. 6'5", mm-hmm. 233 pounds. Yes, athletic, well, strong yeah. arm, yeah, all we, of that. Yeah, we,
1: we talk about his arm. He's run for 10 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And
2: they're not – And in the last two years, he ran for over 700 yards. He's got three – like 347 he's not on year. that same pace this year right. running the ball but he's 10, only been sacked 18 times but this year. 10 touchdowns mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. running running and and, and 25 and, and those are
1: those are not probably scrambles i bet the majority of them are called mm-hmm. quarterback draws uh and he's a hard guy to get on the ground oh, yeah. too he's big right no, he, he won't just go down yeah he does not slide
2: mm-hmm.
1: i mean he'll dive. yes or he'll try to run you
2: over. He sure has that same Favre personality. So from personality. But he's
1: bigger than
3: Favre. From exactly. a defensive yeah. standpoint. That's the thing
2: about Favre. Uh, in fact, I was uh, on the... NFL radio this morning, Mike Tannenbaum was talking about. They used that soundbite from McCarthy talking about Josh Allen and comparing him to Brett Favre. And he said, The thing about Favre that struck him when he first time he saw him in person, he wasn't as big as he thought he was. Right. You know? Because he played big. Yeah. He, yeah. He was larger than life on the field, especially as he got later in his career, mm-hmm. whatever. But. Up close, I mean, he's listed. Uh, Favre is listed at 6'2, 220 pounds yeah. or something, mm-hmm. but so that's if, if you if that's a true height, mm-hmm. it's three inches shorter than Josh Allen, you know. And and they both have the
3: uh, the the problems with uh throwing interceptions. He,
2: he did say this about Favre. He said that the one thing about Favre, he had the largest hands of anybody he shook hands with, and in, yeah, really. in fact, he said that the only person. Uh, I think Favre said the only person with larger hands than him that he ever shook hands with was Michael Jordan. Uh, I shook hands with Jordan one time. Yeah, I got an autograph from my dad. He was, it's, it's amazing yeah. how much easier it is to play sports <laughs> if you. Have
1: that's hands. why he likes soccer. That's why he likes soccer. That's, that's our excuse. I never played soccer. I didn't figure out the hands thing until later on in life. It's like you've got all these guys. That, uh, one of the guys that I roomed with once when I was in Colombia, he was a pitcher, right? And he, he's throwing the ball, and it's moving all over the place. And I looked at his hands, he and just his fingers up the ball. went right along uh-huh. the whole ball. Uh-huh. It's
2: like, come on. Can you Imagine in basketball. like How much easier was basketball for a guy like Michael Jordan if you can just palm it and do whatever you yeah. want to with it, you know. Anyway, that's an aside. Favre, I'll give you another side on Favre. After
1: his rookie year uh, in Atlanta, um, I was at the Super Bowl and it was after the super bowl game and me and my buddy that i worked with in jackson mississippi he had gone to southern mississippi so we're walking out going to our hotel it was about two three blocks away and jerry glanville comes walking out at the same time
2: hey where are you guys going
1: it's like we're going to such and such he goes yeah i'll walk with you so uh my buddy couldn't resist he said so uh jerry do you think Favre can play and he goes well I think he's got some talent, but he's got to remember, like, after, like, Wednesday, can't have all that corn squeezing going on, (laughs) meaning drinking. (laughs) And I'll be darned, so this would have been the end of January. Mm -hmm. By March, they traded him to Green Bay Mm -hmm. for a first-round pick. He called it corn squeezing. That was a mistake right there. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and the rest, as they say, is history. And, but uh, as good as Favre was, he
3: was a gunslinger. Mean, yeah, meaning there were some very ill-advised passes that he should not have thrown. Right. I remember watching a playoff game, uh, Green Bay against the Giants, yeah. and I had a buddy sitting next to me, and he bet on. He bet that Favre would throw an interception, and sure enough, he threw that interception, and that. That was a big one, and that ended up uh, causing them to lose because Eli and the guys were
1: winning. Speaking, speaking of speaking of Favre, so last night I was I was watching ESPN. They were doing the SEC schedule release for football next year. And Counting your losses, right? Oh boy, <laughs> they got to play almost back—not back to back—but Auburn, Alabama, Oklahoma. Uh, it's a pretty this tough missouri. schedule yeah
2: yeah
3: come on man don't be scared there's no division you're top 10 right that's right oh, number, number 9, number nine in the country Se- Oklahoma. come e- on don't let this man Everson. intimidate you man
2: the sec just became the toughest conference in america <laughs> yeah sooners and and you know long long what long it'll be another there. team
1: that missouri can score 40 points <laughs> against, ah, against too there He's there talking
3: trash down, he's bouncing Big back shots anyway he's dropping they dropped. after
1: after it was over the 30 for 30 for uh, Reggie White came on, and they were showing some of the highlights, right? And they awesome. were showing highlights against the Cowboys with Jason Garrett at quarterback. And I'm going, well, they're missing the point here, because Garrett ripped him for 38 400 yards passing, mm-hmm. most in the second half. But all they showed was Reggie getting after Eric Williams mm-hmm. and complaining that Eric Williams was poking him in the eye. Eric probably was <laughs> And he probably him. was. He <laughs> would do anything, anything to
3: win. <laughs> That's right. Sort of like Charles Haley right. rushing it was, him. Uh, right? He was John Madden's favorite.
2: Yeah. John Madden's favorite was Eric Williams. So Glanville and the Falcons traded far after what season? I thought it was after his rookie season. Ninety one. Ninety one. Okay, and so Glanville and the Falcons went six and ten in ninety-two <laughs> and ninety-three with Chris Miller at quarterback Big in mistake. ninety-two.
0: I told
1: you.
2: And then Bobby Hebert at quarterback in ninety-three.
5: Yeah, Nick Shots
2: continues in a
0: moment. <laughs>
6: <clears throat> the Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat.
0: Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Did you know that responding to one spam call can lead to more? or that the IRS would never ask for your social security number on the phone. Beat scammers at their own game by subscribing to AARP Fraud Watch Network alerts and texts at aarp.org/beatscammerstx. You can sign up to receive information that helps you recognize and avoid the latest scams. That's aarp.org/beatscammerstx. to make shots the
4: 2024 nfl pro bowl games are taking over orlando and the roster is up to you cast your ballot for the 2024 pro bowl games vote and send your favorite cowboys players to compete in the ultimate afc versus nfc showdown this february vote now at probowl.com slash vote
2: does it have a deadline on that
4: not the, that I'm aware of.
1: There is for uh-huh. the for the for the fan voting. Yes. for the fan
4: voting. And then it's going to
2: be soon because we're approaching the. They usually announce those like with two weeks left in the season.
5: Let's look. Uh, I'll they, find out. They
2: announce the results of the Pro Bowl because they. I don't is, think.
1: Yeah, they usually when it was a 16 game season. It was a the coaches after Christmas, and players. To say. They would the,
2: announce the team. Yeah,
1: because the coaches and well, it used to
2: be even sooner than that. Right, where they where the they would make their vote. Yes. yeah. yeah. There's one day where the players all vote. have had their ballots like on a Wednesday. Yeah. It used to be. A so couple. You got to get you got to if you're going to make the Pro Bowl, you got to get your work done before the yes. last three weeks yes. of the season. Don't don't wait. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'd say Brandon Aubrey's uh, put out a pretty good resume. I for think him. he's got a chance. <laughs> he's got
3: Slim a chance. chance. <laughs> he, he might make
2: it. Uh-huh. Cowboys are going to have a lot of Pro Bowlers this year.
1: I was trying to remember what his answer was. Somebody asked him after the game when's the last time you've done a press conference? <laughs> I think
2: he said, uh,
1: "I think I had one when I was when I got drafted in soccer." Oh yeah,
2: Major League Soccer first round pick in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, okay, um, this Buffalo team. What what is it that uh, we've talked about Josh Allen a little bit? Uh, what is it that uh, oh the other sticks thing, out? The other thing I noticed as he flips through his Buffalo Bills press was... release,
4: just to note. Fan voting is open through Christmas Day, and then players and coaches will then place their votes on December 29th. Mm.
1: Very good. Mm. Okay. For the Pro Bowl. Man, we need Savannah here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're just not figuring that out.
4: (laughs) Okay, on to the Bills. On to the Bills. (laughs) On to the Bills.
3: It's Bills week.
1: (laughs) Uh, My week. (laughs) They have 42 sacks. They're tied for third most in the Mm -hmm. league right now. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, offensive line, beware. You know, a game like this, to me, is obvious.
3: You don't want to put the ball in the air too much. You know, these kind of games, you want to make sure you have a good ground attack. So, I would be really interested in what their run defense looks like. You know, who we have to look out for? Can they match up against our offensive line who's been improving slightly? Mm -hmm. every week we haven't been you know going backwards we haven't been going lateral. we've been we've been improving every week in our run game
2: they answer your question their run defense they're 19th in the league in run defense they've lost at every level of their defense Uh, back in late September early October they lost a primary player Mm -hmm. Uh, What parallels with the Cowboys they lost their top maybe their top defensive player, Matt Milano, linebacker, in the fifth game of the season. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the Cowboys lost Leighton Vander Esch in October as well. They lost um, Tredavious White, uh, their cornerback, who's a former pro bowler, uh, first of October. Of course, the Cowboys lost Trayvon Diggs mm-hmm. going way back. So there's a the parallel. They also lost up front Daquan Jones, who is more of their run-stuffing defensive tackle, to answer your question. They are hoping to get him back, I think, at some point, but he went on IR back on October 11th. He made 16 starts last year for them. Doesn't rack up the big numbers, that uh, one technique, uh, but he is 6'4", 322 pounds. Their three technique, Ed Oliver, Mm -hmm. is their first-round draft pick, you know, now with a big contract four-year, $68 million extension. And so Jordan Phillips, who is a big 334, 6'6", 334-pound 334 guy, starts for Daquan Jones right now.
3: So if I'm Buffalo, and I don't know if this is a trend, as we get late into the season, I expect teams to think just like I'm thinking. You know, i got to come in and run the ball. So I would imagine – that the way they play defense during the second half of the season might change a bit because they, they're they going to get certain uh, tendencies. Right? Well, Every team that's going to come in, they're thinking, man, this, this weather, we got to run the ball, guys, because you know I don't want to put the ball in the air too
1: much in this kind of weather. And well, they give up 114 yards rushing a game, uh, but just nine rushing touchdowns so far. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and – did I see Leonard Floyd? Was he on the inj- their injury report? He
4: port? is, yes, wrist, but he was a full participant in their Wednesday okay. walkthrough. So I think nine. today we'll he see. He has nine
1: and a half yep. sacks. Ed Oliver has six and a half. And Epineza? Yep. A.J. Uh, Epineza. Epineza has six and a half sacks. So those they have three fourteen guys,
2: players who have at least a half sack this year. Yeah, Out of their forty-two sacks, there's fourteen different players who have participated in that. Gregory Rousseau has four
1: and a half. So yeah, they've uh, he's done a the pretty end. good job with the with the sacks uh, so far. So yeah, the offensive line kind of
2: you're on notice, but. Uh, also, as far as that run defense, the guy that has emerged, now that Milano's been out especially, the guy that has emerged at linebacker for them is a second-year player, third-round draft pick last year, Terrell Bernard out of mm-hmm. Baylor. Mm-hmm. And he, he's undersized, much like Marquise Bell. yeah, uh, 6'1", 218 pounds, mm-hmm. which is pretty much Marquise Bell. Mm-hmm. So in this day and age in the NFL, he's got three interceptions, he's got three forced fumbles, he's our leading tackler by a long shot.
1: 112. Yeah. Damn. I was going to say only
2: 112. Think about Baylor, though. (laughs) Baylor was in the Big 12 championship game two years ago. I mean, he was his last year there. Jalen Petrie from the Texans, Mm -hmm. who's a heck of a player Mm -hmm. in his second year, he was on that Baylor team. There was a reason Baylor was as good. Now, they haven't been good since then. But two years ago, they were hitting it exactly with all these uh, and scrappy, smallish – Fast defensive players and mm-hmm. Terrell Bernard, uh, number forty-three. You'll be seeing him on Sunday. So there you go. They a
1: uh, lot of sacks and they're pretty good against the run.
4: So we need to beef up our run game a little bit.
5: Mm-hmm. See,
4: get that rotation in with Rico Dowdle and Tony he, he, Pollard, and we have to and and establish the run. In those conditions out there,
3: and, and we have to be account for the quarterback. So it's uh, almost a Jalen Hurts thing. So on the defensive side, you gotta side, account yeah. on the defensive yeah. side for for for, um, uh, for Josh Allen. I mean, this is something a uh, big. It's a bigger Jalen Hurts, right? I mean, no. Jalen's strong and I can be bi- stronger than he wants to be. Much, bigger, but he's right? not nearly as big and, as as Josh Allen.
4: And Josh Allen, and we saw when they played Philadelphia, he runs. He loves I think to run. he, he runs more than. <laughs> Jalen Hurts. He might. runs
3: harder than Jalen Hurts. Exactly. Yes.
4: <laughs> he runs. He's going to look to to escape the pocket, and if he has a he's the ability yeah, to run, he's going to do it, it. Yeah. If it's there,
3: especially there. He's in the, space. Space. the red zone, he is open space. especially red
2: zone, especially red zone guys, we
3: got to be ready for this guy.
2: So, how do you think Stefan Diggs approaches this game? Uh, now he's not going up against his brother. Man, come on! We'll talk about a missed opportunity. Will uh-huh. Trayvon
4: be there? That's my uh, question. He'll be.
2: I think he'll be in attendance. Don't you think?
4: A little family reunion.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got to go see his brother. Mm -hmm. 6'5",
1: 237, Mm -hmm. by the way. That's a lot. On Josh Allen. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, you're going to see Stefan versus Stefan,
2: right? Yes. The former Bills first-round draft pick, Stefan Gilmore, Mm -hmm. as a matter of fact. I mean, he he did foul – Uh Is there motivation for Stephon Gilmore going back to Buffalo in this sense? Now, when he played for the Bills, um, his last head coach there was Rex Ryan. And we talked about earlier in the season, Dennis Thurman was the guy. (laughs) He credits uh, Stefan credits Dennis Thurman for really getting him on track in his mm-hmm. career. His yep. last two years, he was a defensive coordinator for Rex Ryan there and worked Rex with Gilmore. And then Dennis Gilmore Thurman. left. Everywhere he went, he so, took Dennis with him. So, so Gilmore, the backstory on that, he left after the 2017 season. He played five seasons And, with and him. so that's when – that's when Sean McDermott became the head coach uh-huh. they decided mm, I think they decided either not to he did play five years yeah well they didn't sign him to a long-term contract so he became a free agent mm-hmm. and he w- goes to New England and a couple of years later well he wins a Super Bowl yeah. and he also becomes a defensive player of the year in New England Bill whatever yeah Billichick. right right but in but Buffalo likes- but McDermott was the one basically that made the decision now we don't need to spend that big money on this guy and they and they in the 2017 draft they dra- they drafted Tradavius right what gotcha. right. gotcha. who's
1: yeah. who's hurt now right right and he's
2: hurt yeah um, in five years he had
1: it was either 12 or 14 interceptions mm-hmm. I remember writing it down so he had a pretty good career there um, but you know he he ended up on AJ Brown this past game mm-hmm. they switched him to DK Metcalf the second half of the Seattle game mm-hmm. so I'm wondering if it's like okay. Um, Let's make sure we'll take our chances with Gabe Davis and make sure that uh, Stefan Diggs doesn't hurt us.
3: One thing about uh, older players, the second half of the season is usually their best part of the season.
2: Why is that? That's interesting.
3: It just seems that, you know, it takes you a little bit longer to adapt to mm-hmm. the game itself, the game plans, especially a new team, things of that nature. You, you, your experience becomes much more important during the latter part of the season. Mm-hmm. It just seems as if, you know, things it, – it's almost like your mind and your body warms up. It just, it just takes it a while for uh, older players to just – you can see when Tom Brady, you know, he didn't just – he didn't always come out, especially as he got older – you know, throwing darts. He got better as the season went on, as long as he wasn't too old. I'm talking about his last year, but his last, mm-hmm. maybe his third year, you know, when he was about to retire. and uh, But I know when I was there, you just, things seem to flow mentally and physically a little bit better as you get
1: later on into the season. And then it helps out when a young wide receiver or a younger wide receiver calls you old. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, at that, he could have called him
3: that when it, maybe five games in. Yeah. But it's too late now. You know, he's old, but he's warmed up. You know, the flow of the game right now is very easy for him. You can see it. And he's
1: not having any he, major problems with any wide He receiver. talked about that yesterday. And uh, he said, yeah, he goes, you know, the younger guys on the team, the old man and this mm-hmm. to call me old. But he goes, it was the way he called mm-hmm. me old. And and I'm it's sure, all in the, in the I'm delivery. I'm sure there was an adjective in front yeah. of old, yeah right? Yeah. And somebody said, well, what did he say? He goes, I can't say that here.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm thinking Stefan is not going to be talking to yeah. him like that. Yeah, yeah. I think he's, he's wise enough to uh, mm-hmm. yeah. don't poke the bear. bear. Although maybe Trayvon's telling Stephon, yeah, poke right. the bear. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, man, he's not as good as me, man. He's not as good as your baby brother. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Alright, uh, we will shout at you again tomorrow at noon on the next edition of
0: Big Shots. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!